The Lord be with you. Our reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Peter came and said to Jesus, Lord, how often should I forgive my brother or sister if they sin against me? As many as seven times? Jesus said to him, not seven times, but I tell you, 77 times. For this reason, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his slaves. When he began the reckoning, one who owed him 10,000 talents was brought to him. And as he could not pay, his Lord ordered him to be sold together with his wife and children and all his possessions and payment to be made. So the slave fell on his knees before him saying, have patience with me and I will pay you everything. The Lord of that slave released him and forgave him the debt. But that same slave, as he went out, came upon one of his fellow slaves who owed him a hundred denarii. And seizing him by the throat, he said, pay what you owe. Then his fellow slave fell down and pleaded with him, have patience with me and I will pay you. But he refused. Then he went and threw him into prison until he would pay the debt. When his fellow slaves saw what had happened, they were greatly distressed, and they went and reported to their Lord all that had taken place. Then his Lord summoned him and said to him, You wicked slave, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. Should you not have had mercy on your fellow slave as I had mercy on you? And in anger his Lord handed him over to be tortured until he would pay his entire debt. So my heavenly Father will also do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother or sister from your heart. The Gospel of the Lord. Listening to today's Gospel, it would seem, according to Matthew's account, that Jesus was sitting there fielding a bunch of questions where we hear Peter blurt out the question, how many times should I forgive someone? And in his typical Peter style, he quickly offers his own thoughts. Is seven times a good number? You see at the time, rabbis were teaching that you should forgive those that you offend three times. So Peter in his wisdom, he's thinking, rabbi says three times, I'm saying let's do it seven times to show how generous that he was only be told that no, seven times 70. In other words, don't put a number to forgive. Don't put a number on how many times you're gonna forgive those who have offended you. Don't even bother to keep track. I've forgiven you this many times, I've, we've done that. This again? Others think, I'll forgive them if they ask for my forgiveness. This, my friends, is what we call a half measure. And half measures do nothing for us. As a matter of fact, Jesus, in another gospel, challenged us about being lukewarm. He wanted nothing to do with half measures. That little booklet, I think I saw some of the, that one over there, Living with Christ, that little missalette that we have. It's a companion for our reflections about Sunday. And it refers to the eighth step of the 12 steps of recovery. It fits in perfectly for all of us. 
make a list of the persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. So obviously this forgiveness business must be a pretty big deal because it made it into the 12 steps of recovery. We know for a fact that many of us have had someone in our life come to us and ask forgiveness for what they've done in the past. Yeah, for sure. And in so many cases, the person offended is more than willing to let it go and allow the other person to get on with their life and wish them well. When this person came to you and asked for forgiveness, they were actively doing step nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. So it's an action program. It's an action in the scripture. I believe that it's important that we understand until we have forgiven someone at that deepest level, it would be very difficult. I go so far as to say almost impossible to appreciate what God's forgiveness is all about. Jesus gets it. He knows that even good people are going to disappoint, and we're going to disappoint one another often. We're going to mess up. It's part of our human nature. Jesus is telling us not to get hung up on the details. Just get on with it. Forgive and forgive from your heart, not just hear and say the words. Remember when mom used to say, say your story, sorry. How much of you believe that? Sorry. Hmm. By the way, it was pointed out to me that some time ago, holding on to resentment is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. I was also told that justifiable anger is the dubious luxury of others, a luxury that I couldn't afford. Resentments turn into anger and we lose our peace. We like to be happy, joyous, and free, but we know when we've lost that peace, don't we? We just get the gurs, we get that, I got that look on our face, we're like, boo, we're not happy, we're not settled. We are no longer right with the world because we have allowed someone, something, some place, some situation to rob us of our peace. My friends, I implore you, I implore you, reclaim your peace, forgive. Often, we've heard someone say, why did I hang on to that so long? Why didn't I deal with it before? The answer is different for each of us, but the results are the same. We feel lighter, happier, and more at peace when forgiveness takes place. If Father Mark was here, he'd be going, amen? Have you ever noticed that the longer that you allow those movie clips that we play in our head, they manufacture the scenario and it gets worse and worse as we keep playing it over and over, it gets ugly. The replaying of who's right and who's wrong. I was right. I'll get, I'll get, I'll, I don't know, I'll get even with them. I'll better yet, I'll, I'll one-up them. You think that was something? Watch this. What a useless waste of time and energy. <laughs> the beauty of getting old. You get to figure that out. Have you figured it out? Are any of you as old? Yeah? That's what this parable is all about. 
You won't be free until you let it go. Your mind, your heart, your soul won't be free if you don't forgive. And by the way, forgiveness takes time. It's not once and done. I forgive you, it's over. We don't work that way. We have to process it, we have to talk about it, we have to talk about it again. Forgiveness is not a feeling, it's a decision. A decision to work through whatever it is. Usually, this means talking it through with the person, and if that's not possible, we have to find ourselves a closed mouth friend that won't repeat, but will listen and possibly have some wisdom to share with you. So when a person comes to you for forgiveness and you grant them forgiveness, you become lighter and free as well as that person wanting the forgiveness. You both get to move on. No more bondage. And through my own personal experience, you feel good about yourself. And hopefully you recognize that you are in tune with the Holy Spirit. Isn't that cool? When you know that you're in tune with the Holy Spirit, what that's really all about, realizing that when you give the gift of forgiveness, you receive the gift of freedom. We got a lot of new stuff going on this, this weekend. Whether you believe it or not, we've cut the notes down short, but I've been asked to read this at the end of the, my homily. As disciples are called to give our time, talent, and treasure, we're excited to be a part of a growing faith community that is vibrant, enthusiastic, and committed to loving God, loving others, and making disciples. What talents do you bring to the parish? Take a look at our ministry sheets in the pews. You've got them all in those pews right at the end. Take it home, pray over it. See if one of those ministries is something the Holy Spirit is asking you to do. So next Sunday is sign-up Sunday. If you have any questions about any of those items on the stewardship, you can see one of the staff after Mass. And I know I'm going to forget this, so I'll say it now. Deacon Frank, before the final blessing, remind the Eucharistic ministers, Eucharistic ministers to stay for a five-minute update. Eucharistic ministers, after Mass, stick around for five minutes. They're going to teach us something new. <laughs>